Hey everybody, welcome to Pokemon World Tour United. I'm Alan. I'm Jake. And I'm Josh. And today, we're on the road to Victory Road, yeah. <laughs> yep. We're on the road to a road. We're on the, it's an access road. We're on the access road to Victory City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have the same ring the to it. The cadence is off a little bit. The, yeah, it doesn't quite land the way you want it to. We're on the bypass to Victory City. <laughs> Not even a bypass. It just, like, goes... It's just like a different away road. from yeah. It's just a different way out of Viridian. <laughs> yep, it doesn't go into past a it, dead think. end of Indigo Plateau. <laughs> um, but I guess speaking of that, previously on Pokemon World Tour United, we did a surf. We did a surf. Base evolved. Base did. You evolved him mm-hmm. and then tricked him into learning surf. Yeah. I don't know. He's part ground. I just I didn't think he would want to get in the water, so I had to trick him into knowing it was okay. I mean, you gotta look. You gotta show like some some sort of authority to your Pokemon, or else they're never gonna trust you. All my Pokemon trust me with their lives. I'm sure. Well, Base didn't seem. I think he does. Look, he surfed across the ocean, right? He made yeah, it no, just you fine. Got, no, yeah, you're right. You got me there with a Quillava on his back. He just got there like a half hour after you did. Yeah, he was just taking his time. He was on base time. Well, yeah, he doesn't like me, but he trusts me. <laughs> well, you know, I think <laughs> I think there is there is a difference, and you'd rather have one than the other, right? <laughs> also, I guess like we went to our houses where we started all. Yeah, we this. played Smash Brothers and, <laughs> and made a pillow for it. It was great. Yeah, and I went and I at home and I slept on my couch with a Pokemon puddle. Yep. So it could have been better. Could have. <laughs> it was a nice, sweaty sleep. Everybody just sprawled out in the living room. All right, well, we will cut to you all standing outside of a gatehouse. You have gone into Viridian City, um, but instead of keep going north towards the forest, you hung a hard left onto the route where you first really got a good look at a couple of ne'er-do-wells. It's where you caught Luke... Um, and I believe also where, um, I've had Luke for a minute, huh? I've had Luke the whole time. I need to bring <laughs> that boy out. He should be evolving soon. I also think Dippy came from here. Maybe no, Dippy was, um, farther North was the, was the road before Viridian forest. I feel like we fought mm. a manky here and neither of us wanted you to did. catch it. That might've been it. <laughs> Isn't this also where the first, like rocket hideout was isn't this There's... route why i know about poisons <laughs> yeah you know from it poisons. is well it's no you because know this route is how you know from poisons you know about poisons because of a book you know right, but you i learned that you know about poisons yeah. because of this <laughs> past me read the book because i needed to get into this hideout uh, so there's a like a rocket hideout on this route should we do anything about that or just like nah is it paved over? <laughs> I mean, you can't see it anymore. Oh, I don't want to look for it. We can look for it some other time. Let's just let's just go to Victory Road. They do that. <laughs> right, so you push open the gatehouse doors. The gatehouse isn't very busy. Um, there's just one really bored-looking person um, working the information desk. You open the door onto Victory Road and find yourself greeted with a long, tall cave. Mm. It's well lit. Um, There are lights cunningly hidden in the crags and grooves of the rocks as it kind of overlooks everything. 
there are people here, but they seem to be kind of going about their own business. It is wide. Um, the ceilings are extremely tall. Um, but you also get the feeling that it could get it could be easy to get lost in here. I feel like, Rose, that it would yeah. be easy to get lost in here. I feel the same way, and I and I don't know if that's just because. Hey, squad. Hey, uh, table talk. Does Rose have a bad sense of direction, or is that just me? Did I give Rose that or nah? I can't. I don't remember. I you don't did think know, so. Remember, you did know exactly how to get to Dirty Mike's and your Graham's house. Well, that's Dirty Mike's. You gotta know how to get to every every <laughs> saffron kid knows how to get to Dirty Mike's. It's the best place to eat in town. <laughs> Where else are you gonna get a dirty slice? <laughs> Nowhere. I'm never gonna get a dirty slice. Not with that attitude. I am uncomfortable. This, look, Jake. This is not the time to be eating dirty slices, okay? I, there is a global pandemic. It's called a dirty <laughs> slice, but it's not a germy slice. <laughs> he runs a clean establishment. Mike is a good man. I beg to differ. I went in there. No, you didn't. It's dirty and gross. It's wonderful. Did we not go in? Oh, I guess we talked you out of it. No, That's I got it delivered. I got it right. delivered. Yeah, in a greasy, dripping bag. Because it's a, it was an egg salad sandwich. They egg salad like should that. not drip through a paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> or be greasy. <laughs> but it was a fried egg salad sandwich, you, don't know you say. How to Those cook one? That's fair food. You don't know Dirty Mike style. <laughs> fair just, food all year he, he round. Makes, he makes a patty of egg salad and then deep fries it. Like, and then well, puts yeah, it you gotta get the crunch. You gotta All get right. a nice crunch. Into egg salad <laughs> guys, it was a good <laughs> run, but Cobalt is dead, and you guys have to play without me now. <laughs> I can't believe you guys forced Victory Road to cave in on Cobalt specifically. <laughs> if only you would have had some more dirty mics to up your constitution. <laughs> I was about to say, the boulders are just shaped like egg salad sandwiches. Look, you can't kill Cobalt. His survival is through the roof. It's too high. <laughs> it's far too high. Yeah, I also feel like it would be easy to get lost, but I think I have a good sense of direction. It's a little hard to remember right now. Um, but there are some, like, ledges and platforms that you can climb up onto. You would think with a name like Victory Road, uh -huh. there would be an, like an aura of prestige about this place. Yeah. There's not. So you're so what you're telling me is it's like a sort of the opposite of dirty bikes, where like a lot of people think it's nasty, but it's actually the best place to get a dirty slice in town. Well, it's 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 less that and like you see people with children here. This isn't a park. Exactly. It, it's that kind of reaction when you see like a kid and her dad and she's like, we're going to find a fairy. And are just kind of stomping around looking for a Clefairy. For yeah, why would you check here? Also, hey, do these kids have eight badges? Because I certainly hey. don't feel as good about this accomplishment. How many badges? Hey, kid, how many badges do you have? What's a badge? Hey, kid's dad, why are y'all here? Oh, um, she just wanted to get out of the house for a minute. And so we just walked over here and we're looking for a Clefairy. And he gives you a big wink. You realize there's like very powerful like onyx and graveler and marowax and really strong ones not on this floor not anymore not they anymore did you kill them did so you your daughter what did you play? do to the onyx and graveler <laughs> oh no they're just they've been moved to the second and third floors this floor is much more open now it's kind of for 
whomever, I suppose. This is like the gift shop area of Victory Road is what you're telling me? Kanto's gone soft. That's what I'm hearing. I think so. I think you're right. <laughs> well, yeah. And he just kind of points over to like the stairs that are leading up where there is a like stand of I Heart VR, um, I Survived Victory Road mugs, that kind of thing. And a very bored looking teenager working that. Victory Normal. Road's gone corporate. <laughs> Normally I'm into this kind of stuff, but this is just. It seems tacky, right? It feels really dirty, Mike, so I'm not going to get Excuse any Excuse you! <laughs> Next time we're in Stafford, out, you know what? After? Okay. Well, let's, I mean, Victor, if, if hold that... on. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Rose is going to try to sell me gross pizza again. Right now. I want you to swear to me right now that after I beat you for the championship, we are going to go to victory dinner. At Dirty Mike's. Oh, yeah, absolutely, because that's not going to happen. It's going to happen. So I'll happen. promise you up and down anything will happen after right. you beat me, because you won't. I hold my hand out to shake. I shake with But wait, Cobalt. Vigor. Cobalt, wait, wait, wait. It's, it's too, too late. late. I've shaken. You have, to, you have to set a condition if you win. Yeah, that's whatever. how this what kind do, of thing works. What do you want? I just, nothing. If I win, gotta, good. Then I'm the champ. No, but like, you have to, there's going to be some like stakes. You have to wear a tuxedo t-shirt. <laughs> You asked for steaks, right? <laughs> he raised them. I want to go back. <laughs> he raised them high. It's too late. If I'm, before I let go of your hand, do I have if to? If I'm gonna a... get, if I'm gonna eat dirty mics, you gotta eat a tuxedo. Do I have t-shirt. to be seen in it? If I eat it, I mean wear it on television. I'm not gonna eat I, a tuxedo in the background here. of my championship interview. <gasps> no, I can't lose this now. <laughs> I mean, I'll get, I'll text Aunt Patricia. I need to start thinking. Oh, no, don't worry. You know Mine will fit you. You don't need to get, like, a special one made. <laughs> You're going to be eating dirty mics. But no, I, I I think it makes sense that they have closed part of Victory Road down for civilians, because otherwise I wouldn't be allowed to go with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you would. I mean, anyone can come into Victory Road. You probably just shouldn't, unless you're ready. Well, that's kind of what I mean, is... Maybe they've contained some of the dangers to the upper floors where well, more serious trainers would go. You might be right, but Victor, where do you think we're going right now? Yeah, we have to keep going there. Are you going to stay <laughs> I'm here? I'm going the- with... No, I'm going with you. I'm just saying that this little girl and her father can uh, just enjoy their day here in Victory Road. Maybe she dreams of being a Pokemon trainer. Just seems like a misnomer now. Because anyone can come. This is like Victory Plaza. Is it? Well, then okay. maybe... Victory Road start on floor two. But that's not how roads work. <laughs> They're roads actually don't not have caves, floors, roads. So, like, <laughs> to be fair, it's been Victory Cave the whole time. Someone just called it a road. What if Victory Road is like the thing right after Victory Road that leads up to the Indigo Plateau, but it's so short. They're like, let's just call the whole cave that too. Well, I mean, I have heard that that, that little stretch of um, road, I suppose, is quite beautiful and very imposing and glamorous. I've heard there's no less than a hundred thousand of the same statue in a very haphazard pattern that you can't just walk through. I mean, that must have been like 20 years ago. Who knows <laughs> what it looks like yeah, now. Yeah, right. it's probably just a statue of red now. That guy gets all the luck. <laughs> Until I beat you, and then it'll be my statue. And um, you'll be in a tuxedo t-shirt forever. I'm gonna make you eat those words. And a dirty slice from Dirty Mike's. Let's go. <laughs> so you go. Do you stop at the gift shop stall? No. No. <laughs> hey, can I interest Screw you off. in 
Ooh, harsh, but also no, thank Sorry. you. <laughs> Sorry, I had to think. I was okay. thinking about having to wear a tuxedo shirt, and I just got really angry. <laughs> it's okay. I've got to destroy you. <laughs> Don't take it out on the employees. He doesn't yeah, want to be here. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're right. That's mean of me. <laughs> You're just doing it's your okay. job. It's okay. I understand. This is only moderately decent quality goods and services. Well, okay, actually, well, he here, just, just give us a six-pack of fresh water and we'll be on our way. <laughs> oh, yeah. We can do that. Right? And he looks over and he's there's no one there. That is until you hear a rustling and uh, kind of a rolling and out from behind the counter comes a weird looking like steel colored and yellow rat thing. I take a picture. <laughs> a steel colored and yellow rat. Buffering. Buffering. Toga Demaru, the roly poly Pokemon. When it's in trouble. It curls up into a ball, makes its fur spikes stand on end, and then discharges electricity indiscriminately. And it's holding up these waters. Is this your manager? Is that your boss? <laughs> no, it's my partner. Oh. Why'd you well, ask you just, it? You asked it permission. I thought maybe that was your boss. Maybe you were checking how much stock you had of sixers of water. Yeah, that one. Okay, thanks. We'll take that. Well, Cobalt. that and I don't want to ever assume that Togedemaru is going to just do what I say. Like, I, I should ask if he's okay with doing it. Just, well, I mean, you're the trainer. He's you're a the Pokemon, trainer. right? Yeah, there's like a... So... He's my partner. I think it's a little different. Uh, base punches me because he's hip level. <laughs> yep. <laughs> just, just decks me in the ribs a little. <laughs> oh, see? Does everything I want him to do exactly when I want him to do it. This is why you're not allowed upstairs, Derek. <laughs> Do you just need some medicine or something? Uh, the fresh water will be fine. It restores 50 HP. I'll be good to go. Okay, yeah, what, but I don't think that works on people. Hey, like shut that. up, Derek. We're leaving. <laughs> okay, bye. I flip him a gold pokey coin or whatever. <laughs> he and uh, Togedemaru wave you goodbye. Togedemaru still ha has kind of that same kind of lackadaisical energy that his trainer does. They're stoned. I have a question that's probably <laughs> never going to come up, actually. Go for it. My Nidoking is, pa is part ground, so he's immune to electric types. Yep. So if this Togedemaru just started firing off like I guess they are want to do, if I hopped on its back, would I be immune to electricity? Yes. Nice. Because essentially you would be, uh, it would be like you hopping into a car if during a lightning storm. Um, because the rubber grounds you to the road, you don't get shocked. Right, I mean, so if, the, it, the if dirt it still hits veins. you in the body, you will still get shocked, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, then I have to make sure that his horn is straight up like a lightning rod. Yep. I was about to say, or make sure he has the ability, lightning rod. I don't think Nidoking gets that. I mean, not real ones. His horn's not a metal drill like Rhyhorn. Let's go to floor two. All right, we're going. Bye, Derek. It's been It's been a nice chat. Bye, that wasn't my name, but okay. Well, you didn't correct us until now, so bye. Yeah, tough, tough Derek. It's Frederick. For Derek? Fred Derek? <laughs> okay, bye. I think Derek's short for Frederick, actually. Think, We're gonna think, go. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right to me. Alright, so you head up the stairs to the second floor of uh, Victory Road. This place is more 
the air about it's different. Whereas downstairs was kind of relaxed and calm. This is a little bit more tense, a little bit more quiet. It's dustier. The lighting is still really good. Like you can see very, very well, but there's this sense of almost danger here that things could be lurking behind rocks and corners and pillars and things just out of your sight. Hey, what's stopping these strong Pokemon from just walking down the stairs and wrecking house? Uh, maybe it's like one of those little, um, like, Rattatat things you plug in the into your <laughs> socket, and then it makes a sound that Rattatats don't like, so they don't go in your house. I should kill one of those. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're for real effective. Victor <laughs> is typing on his decks. Oh, it looks like uh, Pokemon Rangers help keep the, the Pokemon where they're supposed to be. Ah. I don't see no Rangers. How powerful are these rangers? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think they're mighty or morphin. Okay, you've but... gone far enough. We were referencing <laughs> the 2008 cinema classic Dragon Warrior and not Power Rangers. <laughs> Thank you very much, Victor. Everybody should watch Dragon Warrior. It's, the, it's a great movie starring Jason David Frank. And literally nobody else you've ever seen in your life. It's a movie where at the end of the movie they go, man, what a bad movie they, we made. They tell you how the movie was bad. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, okay. Uh, there's like a list at the end where, because they like, I don't know, it's like a video game pitch or something, and he just like runs through a bulleted list of everything that was wrong with the script for the so, movie. Okay, no, no, Josh, I think next time I'm, if I'm, next time I'm in Kentucky, we're going to have to watch this movie again because clearly you do not remember <laughs> Dragon Warrior. At the end, so it turns out the whole movie is a video game. And when he comes out of the spoilers for Dragon Warrior, the 2008 cinema classic you could only buy on Blu-ray at Walmart in 2008 and never again. <laughs> it uh, At the end, it turns out that it's a video game and he comes out and he's the president of Video Game Incorporated or whatever. And he's like, that game is pretty good. The action, pretty dope. Here's a bad thing, though. The continuity. <laughs> Because the continuity sucks in that movie so bad, but they don't, instead of doing anything about it in the movie, they go, that sucked, right? And then the movie ends. <laughs> it was a joke. Get it? It was on purpose. It also, the, the action's not as good as Jason it's, David Frank would have you believe. It's not as good as Jason David Frank should be able to accomplish. <laughs> anyway. anyway. Victory Road. Floor 2F. Floor 2F. It's quiet. Too quiet. There's... Some sounds of Pokemon just kind of chittering, and you hear some squawking and a little bit of screeching. But yeah, you are on the second floor. Directly in front of you is a kind of island that rises up over your heads, but there's a set of stairs that you can go to go up on top of this little plateau. Um, or you can go around it. What is that the Indigo Plateau? Are we there? Yeah, we're there already. Nice. It's, in, it's on run floor up the two of Victory Row. Okay, no, all right. I'm going to go after him. So you run up there. Do you strike a pose when you go up there? Like how I are you do going the, up there? I do the rocky thing. Okay, there are like five steps. So yeah, you just like run top, up five I, steps. And... I just like do a little shadow box like I did it. I'm training. I'm ready to go. I need you to roll a perception check, please. Is someone taking a picture of him? <laughs> no, I can. And Victor like fishes back for his phone. Perception? Mm -hmm. um, how about a big five? <laughs> Ooh, keep in mind, there. keep in mind, this is a capital number five. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that counts for anything. No. So you don't notice, but the camera pans around you, and there is a Pokemon just kind of standing there, 
looking at you like you have lost your mind. Maybe I have a little bit. Maybe this cave air is making me crack. <laughs> it's too musty in here. <laughs> but you don't notice this thing. How big of a thing do I not notice? Because I might have to argue if it's just sitting on the top of this plateau. <laughs> oh, it's not a very big thing that you're missing. In fact, it might be easier to say that eyes are staring out from the shadows. Someone else is going to have to figure out what that is. All right, hold on. No, I actually opened you, Josh. I don't want that. Is it? Is it a Tangela? <laughs> hold up. Hold up a minute. Nine. So, Rose, you resignedly follow Cobalt up of this very short flight of stairs that I he did this the walking like run on. photo op area. Like, maybe there's some guy with a camera, and so we could do a pose. But you look... And the way this plateau is set up, it kind of curves to the left and then immediately to the right. You can tell from this vantage point that this place is kind of maze-like. That mm -hmm. if you were to go down the steps in one place, you'd run into a dead end. But you're trying to find your way, the correct path that will lead you on to the next floor and eventually onto the Indigo Plateau. But... In the kind of the corner where where the sharp turn is made, hugging against the wall, you see a Pokemon with glowing red eyes, and it meets eyes with you for a moment, and then vanishes. Can I try to like quick draw my camera? Yeah, you have quick switch. I'll I'll allow it. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll take a picture of it real quick. Like, <laughs> I let out a tiny yelp. I'm like, yeah, because I was startled. Buffering, buffering, Weavile. The Shark Claw Pokemon. They live in snowy regions. It carves patterns in the trees with its claws as a signal to others. Ah, there's just like a there's just like a sickle weasel over here. <laughs> let me at him, let me at him. <laughs> Did it run away? Where'd it go? It vanished. You you can't see where it went. You'd have to go in oh, I don't know. Investigate. I mean, do I want I to mean, investigate? I don't. This wasn't causing any harm if it ran off. I mean, well, we have to go that way to get to not a dead end, right? Oh, yeah. With your nine, you can easily see that the first set of stairs, which is not very far from you, definitely leads to a dead end. Okay, cool. So in order for you to continue, you must turn that corner. All right. Well, let's just stay on guard. It looks like it's an ice type. So, Bango, you're in front. Easy, Easy peasy. I tell Treble that he's in front, but he's riding base like he used to ride me. <laughs> he's just piggybacking on base, so base is actually technically in the lead. And Treble is trying to, like, put his head on base's head and find a comfy spot. But it's mostly horns and spikes. And he seems a little sad. No, he's happy. He found a new back to, to be on. What a good guy. <laughs> good old guy we have. <laughs> Base hates it, though. Base isn't a fan. So who was in front? Bango slash Base in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, I'm going to roll a d4. One is Base, two is trouble, three is Bango, four is reroll. Two. That was trouble. Did I say that was Base? That's trouble. Trouble. Something flies out of the darkness and attempts to strike trouble. My boy. Hang on. Can I roll? Can I roll anything? With trouble. Uh, you need to check his defenses and his evasion. Hang on, he's got skills. Why don't I roll like an acu acrobatics or something? Sure. Oh. Treble is currently being attacked. Treble rolled a seven acrobatics. Do not be attacked. So what happens is something shoots out of the darkness, 
Um, describe how Treble somehow senses this dagger and gets out of the way. Uh, well, he's got uh, cat-like reflexes because he's like a, a fire cat weasel. <laughs> sure, he's an anteater. I mean, not anymore. No, you're right. Yeah, Cyndaquil <laughs> is sort of the only. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Maybe he hears the like when it's released. So he like just kind of hops off of base in that like jumping like 360 kind of like thing that cats do. When they, <laughs> when they like trip and they're falling upside down, but they like rotate. He just like jumps off of base and does that. So this thing grazes Treble's belly and you hear it bury itself into the opposite wall. Can I tell what direction? It, oh, yeah. If it went in the opposite wall, then I know what direction it came from, right? Yep. You sure do. And you see those glowing red eyes staring back at you. Oh, I'm going to have Treble shoot an ember in that direction. Sounds good. Give it a roll. Ooh, a three. That is not going to hit. Um, the shadow just kind of dances away, but in the light of the ember, it reveals this kind of purplish Pokemon um, with the red mane of hair as it kind of dances away from the light and blends back into the darkness. Uh, Bango, flame wheel. All right, roll it. That is a eight meets, so it hits. That's a evasive boy. <laughs> it's a speedy, speedy boy. So it's uh, 37 damage. But it's times uh, two because it's an ice type. It's an ice type. Thirty-seven minus five is thirty-two. <laughs> oh no! Oh. Times two that's, is sixty-four. That's Nintendo sixty-four, <laughs> baby. <laughs> it is hanging on by the barest of threads. Hey, get out of here! You messed up. <laughs> and it's going to jump out of the darkness and try to use Metal Claw on Bango. It's not very effective. natural 20 well it hits yes but it's uh <laughs> he re he's not he's resistant he resists steel eight plus eight is 16 points of damage um let me find out what his uh stats are real, real quick and that is a physical attack his regular defense is 11 are we sure that seems very weak I mean, this cat has, well, this literal cat has a five, so I can't okay, really right, speak okay. to that. Um, yeah, ele 11. So 16 minus 11 is five divided by two. Yep. Ouch. He's wounded. Oh, no. Two and a half damage. I just kind of cut some of his hair a little bit. I was about to say, and it rounds down, if I remember correctly. Yeah, so two damage. <laughs> Treble, you're up. Now Treble's going to use a flame wheel. Wheelin' dealin', kiss stealin'. Eight. Exactly the same thing. It meets, so you win. Boom, baby. And I'm not even gonna do the math because this will knock it out. Describe how Treble knocks out the Weavile. Uh, he just he when the Weavile comes out to slash Bango, that gets him into Treble's sights, and Treble revs up like Sonic the Hedgehog and just barrels through him and just like rolls over him, and then in the burning, like tire track that's left the weevils just like <laughs> flattened into the into the dirt yep with spinny eyes congratulations you defeated the weevile uh, okay how much experience do we get for this battle i see if any of my anyway, pokemon level up uh, was it holding anything can i can i loot the weevil so <laughs> it used fling 
So you may want to investigate what buried itself into the other side of the oh, wall. Oh, I thought it used, like, ice shard or some... Or, no, or like, knife throw. It used fling. I will fling. do a perception. I will do an investi- I will investigate it. You know exactly where it is. You it, Like, it's sticking out of the wall. It's not small. What would I roll? Like, an education? To know, know what, it, what is? it is? Yeah, just roll a Pokemon education. Oh, I just rolled a perception to see it. Oh yeah, you get to it and it's lodged itself really deep into a, a a crack, and it actually has some of Treble's tummy hairs like stabbed into the stone. No. Um. So go Look, ahead and announce your results. I got a ten. I got a on on my perception. I got a thirteen on my Pokemon education. I got a six. You both recognize this as a quick claw. Ah. Oh. Would you like that since your boy got? cut with it yes i think i will have this okay all yours then so it takes a second to pry loose but it comes loose with a little bit of a pop and the the hairs just kind of fall to the ground hang on this is gonna come in handy it's gonna make it even easier to beat you later never gonna happen sorry (laughs) real sorry it's never gonna happen and you're gonna have to eat dirty mics with me my victory celebration dinner. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna call Dirty Mike right now. I'm gonna have him cater the play, the whole, the whole mm. thing. All right. I mean, hey, if you want to waste that poke, it will not be a waste because <laughs> it's That's Dirty fine. Mike's. It's the finest dining establishment in San Francisco. Be a party of one when you lose. One of my anyway, sisters will come I'm with gonna me. put the. You're walking and talking. At <laughs> I'm gonna this point. put the quick yeah. claw between my fingers and do like Wolverine slashes. Okay, be careful with that. It's dark in here. You and definitely then... look like Alan Grant playing with the raptor claw in the first Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's kind of the vibe I'm going for. Uh, I'm gonna toss it in my backpack. I know who I'm gonna put it on, but I'm not gonna. You make it past that curve, past another curve, and you are met with another set of three stairs leading down off of this little mini plateau. Roll perception. Uh, four perception for me, so... Fourteen perception. <laughs> I guess I'm just playing with this claw too hard. Um, so, yeah, Cobalt, you're very busy playing with your very cool new yeah. claw. <laughs> very important business is going on over here at Camp Cobalt. Rose, one of the ways is a total dead end. One of the ways is obviously the way to go. But the middle way, there's something odd about it. You're not 100% sure. It doesn't look like it leads to anything, But you get this weird feeling in your gut to kind of go and look at it more. Hey, let's go this middle way. Oh, did you see something? No. (laughs) Well, you're the boss. They all look the same to me. Well, this way will (laughs) definitely take us out. That way is super a dead end, but I don't know what's down this way. So let's go this way. As you start walking a little bit more to it, it clicks. You, You have been looking at the walls of this cave for a little while now. These look different. The rest of the walls of the cage have the cave have a certain amount of age to them, um, a certain amount of wearing and car like natural erosion and things like that. These walls, on the other hand, somehow look newer. Oh, I think we've made a mistake as we are halfway down it. <laughs> but that's odd to you. Like, why would a part of this cave system look newer than the rest of it? They oh, because Onyx. This- drilled through it like today uh, it could be anything like that there's a lot of dangerous pokemon in here do you go and investigate i mean we're already walking down it <laughs> so then i need you to roll me i need to look at what all the skills are called please not survival please don't have i don't want to roll survival please 
I'll roll anything. I mean, I'll roll anything. And hit for the me joke, with it. And for the joke, I have a one in survival. <laughs> That's really all I can see. Between survival and perception. Roll a per- survival or a perception. Well, I mean, those are two different things, Alan. Am I trying to survive or am I trying to see what's going to kill me? Did it, it didn't, mine didn't roll. Hang on. It did not. So essentially what this is, is, is survival <laughs> is looking at this as a natural thing. Perception is looking at it for what is strange. All right, I rolled this. I rolled a perception. Then Josh, you rolled two survivals. I yeah, think it's my, lagging a little my bit. My rolls are lagging. Uh, we'll take your we'll, first one. We'll go with the first one, which was a twenty. Uh, I don't know yeah. if that's gonna be any good. Um, I got an eleven on my perception. So Cobalt, this also strikes you as very strange as you start looking at it, and it kind of clicks with you. Not only does this look new, it's too perfect. It looks man-made. Yes. Oh, good. So we're not following a big old angry onyx down here. Good. <laughs> Both with your survival and your perceptions as high. Um, as you start approaching like the far wall, you actually both can see kind of a indent in the wall that again is just it, it's trying to be cunning about where it's hidden, but it's way too convenient to actually have been naturally formed. It's about waist level, kind of where you would put a doorknob. I reach my hand in. Are you sticking your hand in a hole? Yeah. Lord, you're going to lose that hand. So your hand goes into this hole. I don't think so. And you feel a giant bite and Ah, you no longer have a hand. hand. (laughs) Oh no, I lost my hand. Oh no. They ate the boats. (laughs) But what you actually feel is a door handle. Oh, no, that's not teeth. (laughs) <laughs> I'm kidding. Rose, my hand is still here. It's a doorknob. Oh and I, I'm going to open the door. So you lost right. your hand for a second. And you push it open. And a good 10 by 10 piece of this wall just opens inward. Oh, we're walking into some crap, huh? <laughs> Why does this always happen to us? I don't know. And beyond this point, it's very dark. We could have just taken the right route. and We would just be like... Probably yeah. in our first battle by now. Winning I don't know. the championship. The light is pouring in from behind you, creating deep shadows on the other side of this door. Uh, Treble, flame on. <laughs> As Treble revs up his fire, Rose, with your perception, you see something glowing in the darkness. It's very faint and very quick, but it was red. N- no, it was orange? Yellow? Hello? Hello? I did not expect that. <laughs> you didn't expect what? Wh- who are you? Who are you? I'm supposed to be here. Who are you? Why do you sound like a Nana? And a figure kind of strides <laughs> in. Um, basically, because of the way the light is, you can't really see much of them other than their silhouette. Did any of your Pokemon know Flash? No. <laughs> No, but Treble is lighting up at least some. Yeah, but it's still dark. <laughs> so this person strides into the the line of sight, and you see kind of a matronly woman. She has glasses that are pushed up really high on her face. You are a Nana, that's why. She <sighs> looks kind of dirty, um, but she's wearing a lab coat, and she is looking confused but curious definitely not like confused and angry but confused and curious 
where does it show my Pokemon's abilities? Here we go. Yeah, that's in a weird place. <laughs> okay, I thought maybe uh, Serenade would have Illuminate, but they do not. They have Natural Cure, so. Whoops. So I, I have no flashlights. Do we have a flashlight? I feel like we have flashlights. Yeah, we probably got flashlights. Oh, yeah. you do. Scramble, flashlight. And she pulls out your flashlight, and she pulls out a tiny miner's helmet and puts it on. <laughs> Thank you. That's very helpful. <laughs> then I shine the flashlight at this mysterious old lady. Oh, that's oh, that's bright. I've been working in the dark for a while. Hi. Why are you working in the dark? Why don't you just put some lights on? Put like a light on. Well, because I'm studying nocturnal Pokemon. Turn off your lights. No. <laughs> Fine. Here, and she pulls from her belt a flashlight, and she clicks it on, and it's red. Can you at least turn those off, and we'll use yeah, this? okay, fine. This yeah, doesn't sure. ruin your night vision. Okay, Scramble, take your thing off, and then I hand my flashlight back. <laughs> we'll get she a red filter for it later, okay? Okay, shh, bring it down. We're in a cave. Yes. <laughs> yes. I feel like she's holding you to whatever you just no, said. No, I know. I just agreed to something <laughs> stupid. But I'll get you. Okay, shut up. And pull that door to, young man, please. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to warn you right now. If this is a trap, we're very strong and we will beat you up. A trap? Yeah, if you're trying to like close the door so a bunch of your goons can jump out and like try to rob us. We will beat them up. All of our Pokemon are very strong. We will absolutely destroy all of them. It won't even be a thing. My, my, someone's paranoid. Not paranoid. We're in a dark cave, and you're here. Where you I thought there would be no, no one. <laughs> you still haven't told us who you are, or why yeah. you're. Why, why do you're... I have to answer your questions? Well, because you're the one with the super obvious "come look down here" hallway that you built. Oh, so it wasn't. It it didn't disguise very well. <laughs> no, even he figured it out. <laughs> and I'm a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't leave the case. <laughs> um, well, I, I apologize for causing you any confusion. I'm Mariana. Um, I'm a Pokemon researcher. I'm Rose. I'm the next Kanto champion. Mm. Oh, that's a big claim. Yeah, she's not. She's actually like in the presence of the next Kanto champion is uh, what she meant. I, I mean, mean, the upstairs is all abuzz with who's going to be the next Kanto champion. People are placing bets. No yeah. one's betting on on this girl. On you. Yeah, no one's betting on you. No, that's not what I said. No, they're they're betting on this girl. No, what you said doesn't count. Actually, it's it's kind of Are you by chance, are your names Rose and Carl? No, Cobalt. Carl, you got yeah. it in one. No. They don't even know your name. Why would they bet on you? They know my name. They're betting on me. When this well, is all over, the whole Kanto region will be singing the name Carl. There was initially some confusion uh, about your name, but um, those those um, those Dogars folks are have been have been keeping up with you very, very. Dogar Dogars Dogars. Oh, you'll meet them, and I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, but again, my name's Mariana. I'm just here doing research, and into that little red light walks a more Waddles, just a cute little Pokemon um, that looks very very timid with large floppy ears. Just kind of walks in. What did you say? I take a picture of it and my flash is on. <laughs> buffering. Buffering. Whismur. The Whisper Pokemon. Whismur is very timid. If it starts to cry loudly, it becomes startled by its own crying and cries 
even harder. When it finally stops crying, the Pokemon goes to sleep all tired out. <gasps> and quick as a snake, Mariana's hand claps over Wismer's mouth, picks up the Wismer, and starts rocking it like a baby while it's crying and screaming into her hand. I don't know if there's any Pokemon that I relate with more than that one. <laughs> now, now you have gone and upset my baby. Why's your baby in a cave? Because I breed Wismer. To be fair, okay. our babies are also in this cave, and you I point breed? to um, I point to Sakura Baritone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you got a point. So hold on, you're a researcher and you breed Wismer, but you only breed them in caves at night. No, I breed them at home, but this one, this little one followed me to the cave and I couldn't put it back in a Pokeball. It's not even in a Pokeball yet. No one, uh, I've not, you know, no one has come to adopt. So um, I just, I didn't want to leave it. Just, yeah. yeah. It's okay. Yeah. What's going on here? You can't just You're say You're interrupting yeah. my research. You're what interrupting my research. Your research. My research is on nocturnal Pokemon. Put a and sign out front that says research. Do not enter. And yeah. all of a sudden behind her, you hear the sparking and cracking of electricity. And she turns around. Oh, no. Um, you two are trainers, right? Treble square up. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, put your hair up and square up, Bango. And jumping into the light is this horrific-looking eel thing um, that is easily seven feet across, just kind of flying through the air with a uh, sucker on the front of its face that is surrounded by sharp fangs. Ugh. I take a picture. Buffering. Buffering. Electros, the eelfish Pokemon. With their sucker mouths, they suck in their prey. <laughs> then they will use their fangs to shock the prey. With electricity. Shouldn't you be in the water? <laughs> There's a pool a, back there and you've done pissed it off. Do something. It's got a sucker mouth because it's a it's a sucker. Yeah, you really burnt it, Cobalt. Actually, um, Treble, why don't you actually get behind me? Base, this looks like it's more your speed. <laughs> Nito. Come on. I'm asking you to punch something. You love doing that. Come on. It looks at you. Nito. See? And then a mime's punching you. It trusts me. <laughs> Just go fight. He trusts Nido. me. And Nidoking goes to stand in front of you as this Electros. And this is all happening while this Electros is like snaking its way towards <laughs> you very rapidly. Oh, uh, this big boy knows no ground types, but I'm gonna... I'm just going to actually have him use a horn attack, like, right away on this thing. Um, okay. Bango dig, and I'm going to have him dig down. All right. It started his dig maneuver. Uh, my horn attack roll was a 13. That is going to hit, no matter what. Horn attack is physical? Physical, yep. Uh, 42 points of damage. Uh, it has a 17 defense, so it takes 30 points of damage. That is a good, solid hit on this thing. Describe it for me. Uh, he just, like, is... He's still got a little bit of that, like, bunny juice in him, because he's still like, just like a big, sturdy bunny. So he's able to, like, leap with his big, chunky legs and just, like, horn first slam into the side of the Electros. Nice. A nice, nice, tall glass of bunny juice. <laughs> um, so it's going to take this advantage to 
Discharge. Roll a D10. Or no, he's a ground type, doesn't isn't he? No, oh, yeah. So ground type moves are uh, he is not affected at all by electricity, correct? He's completely immune to electric moves. Nice. And Bang goes underground. And he's so. under the ground. <laughs> yep. As base collides with this thing, it just explodes into electrical current. You <laughs> popped <And> it. <laughs> base is just unaffected. Um, the poor scientist has started to run away, um, and she has dropped her red light um, as she kind of runs into the darkness. Bango uses dig. Yep. Roll it. 15. That's going to hit anyway from Sunday. Uh, 35 physical damage. Bango launches out of the ground. And then it's times two because it's a ground type attack. It doesn't connect. Why? The Electros or Electros just kind of wiggles its way out of range because it's up in the air. It has the ability to levitate, so ground type moves have no effect. Ah, beans. Bango, come back here. <laughs> um, Bango starts to run back. It will go back up to the top of the round. It is Trump, or it is Bass's turn. Uh, we're going to double kick it. Okay. Um, do I roll this twice? Is yes. that what double strike is? Okay. Uh, six for the first. Hit. And 10 for the second. Hit. Uh, the first one does 34, second one does 34. So 68. Minus 17 is far more than it hit points. Tell me how base takes this thing out. It literally ah. just like kicks it out of the air. <laughs> Uses its, it's tail like... for balance and just like one, two with its back legs. Oh, and Godzilla's at it. <laughs> yeah. So this Electros just gets rocketed out of sight. Like it leaves the, the, the cone of light that the fallen flashlight has left and that um, Treble is producing. And about 10 seconds later, you hear a wet. Oh, oh. Well, well, that wasn't so bad. I feel a little bad for that thing, but I'm not about to go into this dark cave to look for it. No, it, it's going to be fine. It'll sleep it off. Mary Andrew. That wasn't her <laughs> name. I think it was Mary Alice. Magdalandrew? Andrew wasn't the part of it. Magnolia. Magnol... Nope. Marion? Mariana. I think it's Megan. Oh, Jinx. no, we figured it out? Okay. Gotcha. You're safe now. You're welcome. You're a soda pop. <laughs> she kind of comes back out from the darkness, and she picks up her flashlight. I need you to roll perceptions, please. Okay. Ready? This is a very... Okay. Perceptive journey one. <laughs> Ooh, a critical <laughs> failure. I got an 18. So, as she moves the light, <laughs> as she goes to pick it up and lifts it, Rose, you're kind of obviously following her movements, looking for other danger. You notice something strange in the light, but before we get there, Cobalt, mm -hmm. why do you not know pay attention? Uh, well, have you met Cobalt before? I'm but saying, what are you doing in this moment this that prevents time. you from paying attention? Could be doing literally anything. Could just be... Are you high-fiving uh, Bass a lot? Uh, yeah. Like, hugging him, and he's just got his arms straight down at his side. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say, though, and I think we've established this, that Bass actually loves, like, hugs and stuff, but will never, ever, ever let you know it. Yeah. But he loves it trust us <laughs> so as the light is moving rose you see it shine off of well for lack of a better word a nest what's that oh what is what that's base 
My no, strong, no, it's base. It's my strong son. That thing, Mariana. And he flexes. Okay, yeah, you yeah. did great. I flex with him. Oh, little muscle there. <laughs> nice surprise. But working out. When? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll never tell. Okay. That. What's that thing over there? Oh, that? And she flashes the red light back on top of it. And again, it's clearly a giant nest that looks like it's been abandoned. Um, whomst is that? Do you believe in fairy stories? Like, Scramble's a fairy? Like, stories about fairy types? Oh, like, Jigglypuffs, or like, Clefairies from the moon. Clefairy came from the moon. (sighs) Well, something like that. Um, people say that Moltres once nested here. Okay. Can I? I don't know why it would live in such a very secluded place, nowhere even near a geothermal source of energy. I mean, you don't if know. Moltres is even real, it might be. Okay, I um, having met Moltres. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, and now that the now that I noticed the nest because everyone's gesturing and talking about it, I rolled a Pokemon education to inspect the nest. Okay, you you look at it, um, and you do see and and Rose same thing. You do kind of see. This odd glimmer about it as the light kind of dances, because the light is all red in the the low wavelength, it doesn't react strongly. It's catching the reds and making them into like deeper crimsons, and it's doing funny things with the light, but you feel confident based on A, seeing Articunos, and B, meeting Moltres, that that's exactly what this is. This is an abandoned uh. nest. Hey, Scramble, babe, you want to hear me that flashlight again? <laughs> no. And she hands you the flashlight. Next time, just give me the flashlight. You're such... She's in her teens, I think. She's, so she's quite you know... cute. And Whisper's still screaming on, uh, like, against her hand. Um, Would you like me to calm that Whisper down? By me, I definitely mean my baby Sakura here, who's also, like, kind of a teen. Oh, that would be lovely, actually. Sakura, and I'm gonna like pluck Sakura off and like put her down and be like, "Go help, go help out Wismer." I'll be sure. And uh, the, I can just the... <laughs> I can just drop a sleep powder right on it if that's no, that's the mind snake up do that. and pulls the Wismer away. It starts to screech. Ah, Cage. Rose, you better have, have a plan. Shot, this hurts. Shot. I'll be sure, sure. Cobalt falls asleep standing up. No, Cobalt, no. And within just a few (laughs) few moments, Wismer's eyes start to flutter, and she's just rocking back and forth as Sakura sways, and she falls asleep. There you go. She's really good with babies. I think she was a chancy in a past life. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. And she immediately crawls back up on you. Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to just, like, take the flashlight and look at this nest now in real light. Yeah, everything that you see is confirmed. I'll even say that to go as far to say that you can see a claw mark. But interestingly, you do not see any feathers. But what you see are that the nest does dance with strange orange and yellow and red, almost glitters, almost like a luminescence that comes from the nest itself. You know what they say about glitters. Once you touch them, they're on you forever. All that glitters is gold, baby. 
Let's, we can take that nest and sell it for bank. No, we're not gonna. We're not gonna sell the nest. You're right. You're right. The the this. So there's like I'm assuming there's like like Moltres feather fibers. Like kind of. Yeah. That's what that's what's doing. Okay. But no, like feathers. But Just there's like, like down? it was there long enough. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. it's down. It was there long enough that pieces of it are just kind of in the nest and it reflects its colors. I'm just going to touch it. Is it warm? Yes. But not unpleasantly so. Not like it was just here warm. <laughs> That's not hot. That's not hot. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's more like it's just warm cuz it's going to be warm. Yeah, it's warm because it's never going to stop being warm. Okay. Huh. Click the flashlight off. Hand it to Scramble. <laughs> and she holds it and she looks at it. And she lights it from underneath to make a scary face, oh, and then clicks it sweetie. off. <laughs> Don't yell! We just got a little baby to sleep. Oh. <laughs> Remember when Base was a baby? Uh, he, well, he was always kind of an old man, but he used to be much Remember? smaller. <laughs> Remember how he's exactly the same? He's just four feet tall now. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's got powerful kicks. Well, he's always had powerful kicks. Yeah, so you're right. <laughs> he was born with powerful kicks. <laughs> now he has a powerful horn. <laughs> <laughs> New and fun ways to hurt you. Uh, to, <laughs> to fight. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I guess good luck on the rest of your journey, but it's nearing its end, huh, if you're here. Yeah. Can we get out this way or do we have to go back? Actually, I can uh, I can lead you through a little bit of a shortcut. It'll let you skip oh, most of the third God. floor. Yes, oh, please. yes. Yeah, follow me. I'm, I'm sick of knocking wild Pokemon out. It makes me feel bad every time. Yeah, right? Like, it used to feel fine, but now it feels like, oh, I have Pokemon, you know? Yeah, normally I would, like, catch them, but I already have enough Pokemon that I'm not paying enough attention to. Yeah, I only really want one Pokemon that would be here, but, like, I don't know if I want to catch one. You want that onyx? I want an onyx. <laughs> They're so big. I love them. <laughs> oh, I do too. Did you uh, did you know that there is an onyx in Mountain Moon that is like supposedly older yes, than the mountain really. itself? That's oh, a that weird. Would explain legend. why he's so smooth. <gasps> you met Popo? I'm sorry. Uh, Come again for Big Fudge? <laughs> well, that's just what I call him. Hey, you've, you've met Popo. I love this. Is this like a Nessie, but in Mount Moon? <laughs> kind of. I'm all for Papa the Onyx. <laughs> sort of. We ran away from what I'm pretty sure was Papa. Oh, that that must have been absolutely delightful. Flashback to you running for your lives because <laughs> you thought this thing was going to kill you. Screaming ah! and running through this gauntlet of terrible <laughs> rock Pokemon. <laughs> I've heard he's such a gentle soul as she's leading you through this clearly it, it's kind of cordoned off into different sections for research. Um, and there are little help, helpful little signs, uh, Zubat, um, Wubat, um, and just like listing different uh, Pokemon that appear in each place along with stations in lots and lots of red light um, because red light doesn't kill your night vision um, stationed everywhere. Uh, but no other people, at least, that you can see as she's leading you kind of through this area, and she eventually takes you to a set of stairs. All right, dope. Well, thanks. Sorry we woke up your little baby. Oh, and, it's okay. Um, and an Electros. You you saved me from that uh, Electros, so I, I am in your debt. Yeah. It was very nice uh, to I meet just... you. 
Once, once again, real quick, what was the what was the experience we got for that electrolyte? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the for the for the Dogers for the Dogers rating. Yeah. So she's like, here, if you if you need, and she gives you a business card. Oh, official. And I hand it to Scramble. Put this with the other business card I have. She's got a whole card catalog back there. There's just a bunch of business. I don't even know where I got some of them. They're all very well organized, though. So one of them that? definitely is just it says Togepi and has a bunch of stars and swirls on it that were written in crayon. <laughs> written in crayon. Yeah. That's so I know where to contact her. <laughs> Is it? It's just a drawing of your backpack, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So you head up the stairs, um, and it bye, Mary opens... Andrew, Mariana. Sorry, I'm bad with names. It's okay. Bye, Marina. It's been fun. The open or when you open the door, and you step out, and you let it close behind you. This one is just seamless to the rock. Like if you hadn't passed through through it, if you hadn't through passed. It? If if you hadn't passed through it, you wouldn't have known it was there. Hmm. If we didn't pass through that just now, I wouldn't even know it was here. I know, it's good masonry. That's how... Is that how... Is that how Moltres hid the whole time? Was this behind this wall? Guess, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's not there now. Because it was caught 20 years ago by Red. I mean, Miss Mariana did say that she was surprised that... Moltres would go anywhere that wasn't geothermal, so maybe it was a place for it to hide. Go somewhere where it's not expected to be. It maybe. I mean, we don't know this place isn't geothermal. There was an ice-type Pokemon in it. <laughs> yeah, but, like, you know, that's because who knows where cave passages and caves and the first floor is all just gift shop now. Maybe they paved over the geothermal vent. We don't know. That's true. We know more about space than we know about caves. Yeah. It's a shame. I don't know how much we actually know about space. A lot of it's just I math. Just, and I, I don't made know. that up. That's an ocean fact. It's an ocean. Yeah, it's about uh, oceans. But also, yeah. space is so big that that can't possibly be no. true. <laughs> and we haven't been in a lot of it. And, like, how do we know there's not something on Jupiter? Like, if you go to Jupiter, how do we know there's not, like, a planet in there <gasps> that we can stand on? Do you think there'd be another Victor there? And another Biscuit? Have you seen the movie Resurrect Dead, The Mystery of the Toynbee Tiles? <laughs> well, if they're no. on Jupiter, and there is... Like a planet for them to stand on. They'd have those real thick legs for the heavy gravity. For the heavy gravity and the storms. Y'all are so smart about space. Yeah, we went to high school. <laughs> At least I did. I didn't see a high school in Pallet Town. Did you? Were you homeschooled? I've only ever seen actually the one Pokemon school in Viridian. <laughs> That's did where I go, went to school. You went there? Okay, yeah. yeah I, went, I learned I, all about uh, status conditions and that's about it. I, I went to school mostly in Kalos, and we didn't really talk much about space. We talked more about Earth science. Space has always oh. been more Hoenn's thing, but I have watched a couple documentaries on Hoenn TV. <laughs> news As Network. you're walking. <laughs> on HNN, the Hoenn <laughs> News Network. <laughs> you reach this archway um, that is very intricate and very beautiful. Light spills into the cave from there, and you step out. The screen, like, the light just swallows your silhouettes as you walk forward to reveal a very long path with balloons and, like, just triumphant music. It's essentially a road down, but on each side of the road, there's, like, a water feature with, like, jets of water shooting up in different colors that are lit by different lights. <laughs> but you have reached the true Victory Road. 
Hey everybody, Jake here, just cutting in to tell you all the cool places you can find us online. And by cool places, I mean the regular places. Some of them aren't really cool right now. Twitter's kind of a mess to be on for like a lot of reasons, so like I get it. Um, also, real quick before we start, uh, how's everybody doing? I know the answer is not great, Jake, but like aside from that, I hope you're keeping it together because these are rough times for a lot of people uh, for a lot of reasons. Again, talked about some last week. There's going to be more next week, which sucks. Seems like how 2020 is going for us. I don't think there's a graceful way to just like jump into the stuff that I always do, but I feel like um, I want to I want to bring some semblance of normalcy. Normalcy? Normalcy? I don't think I've ever said that word out loud before. Some semblance of regularity back to your lives, and hopefully by me shilling that will help. We're on Twitter at PWT Podcast. Uh, you can email us pwtpodcast at gmail.com uh you can go on itunes or stitcher or google play or several other places on one of my other shows i always make up a fake one i try not to bring that energy here but there's a lot of places we are that you can leave us a rating review and if you'd like to we would appreciate it very much our theme song is shades of red by halk off of the oc remix album the missing no tracks uh which is at missingno.ocremix.com the intro outro of the intermission is the destiny infinite by dark sword off of the OC Remix album, the EVEP, which you can find at ev.ocremix.com. Nailed it. Got it in one, maybe. I don't remember like 14 seconds ago when I started saying them. It's late. I just recorded another podcast and I've had uh, an entire beer and I'm a lightweight. So that's the kind of the energy I'm bringing here. Uh, underneath everything is the Super Music Collection, which is available from Pokemon. Uh, it's on iTunes for 10 bucks. It's on probably other places people get music. I don't know where those places are. Is it on Spotify? Good question. Maybe? I don't know. Either way, you should check it out. You should get it. Uh, they're like, it's like 120 songs uh, for 10 bucks. It's a great deal. And it's Pokemon songs, which are, by and large, very good. Sometimes I use the Kanto reorchestrated Pokemon Symphony, which is also on iTunes, for about 10 bucks, which is like a, just gorgeous reorchestrations, like fully orchestrated uh, versions of of all the old songs. Uh, that are very good. You should check them out too. If you want to talk about the show, if you got uh, fan art, you want a live tweet. Gosh, I love a live tweet. Boy, do I miss a live tweet. Uh, thank you everybody who does the live tweets, but use the hashtag PWT United so I can see them and follow along and uh, blow up your notifications by me hitting that like button a bunch of times. We've got a TV tropes, which is bit.ly slash PWTU tropes. That is, uh, I always want to say owned and operated, but it's like a website that anyone can do stuff on. But uh, the the main caretakers are Christina Woods at Sea Woods Art and Tanner Vogelsang, Sparky Ups at Sparky Upstart on Twitter. Those are their places. Uh, they also have their own podcast, but they have a podcast together called Loser Like Me, which is a Glee podcast that I was on. And a Glee podcast is inadvisable, but. If anyone were to do it and make it work, I think it would be Tanner and Christina. So you all should go check that out. Also, a couple other, a couple new things, a couple new things. There's, um, oh, geez, what are they? PWTU quotes, uh, at PWT quotes on Twitter, uh, which is a, uh, a Twitter that I'm just double checking right now that I get them right. At PWT quotes, um, which is a, a Twitter that has quotes from the show that are not from the show. But they could be from the show. Um, people can submit quotes they think from like other things, like you know Riverdale or wherever, whomever, other Power Rangers shows. I say other Power Rangers shows. If you don't know that I do a Power Ranger podcast, that 
doesn't make any sense. This is going very long, uh, but it's a great it's a great Twitter. Uh, I I highly recommend it. There is also Rose Jenny's Infinite Closet, which is at Rose Jenny Closet, um, in which uh, Rand plays games at at Rand plays games um, draws every single outfit that Rose that I describe Rose wearing, which is wonderful. Um, he's up to where where uh, episode fifty two. So go check it out. Go go give him a follow. It's a it's a great a great thing that I love. I'm tickled pink by these. Everyone is so nice about our shows, and I'm just it's just very nice. Let's see what else. Um, we've got uh, shirts and stickers, and you can kind of get the designs on anything. Which uh, that's um tpublic.com slash user slash hey jake and josh uh there's the canto pride shirts which are it's pride month uh for a little while longer um but you can get uh those all the money we get during pride month we donate to lgbtqia plus uh things i don't i think last year we donated to rainbow road i'm not sure don't remember it's been a year my brain's made of swiss cheese right now for reason you know because i'm i live in the world you get it um but yeah during during uh during june we always we always donate everything we make off that uh i didn't mention anything last time because there was other things going on in the world that i wanted to get uh i wanted to get out ahead of but yeah you can you can go there get those it's up to you i think they look good uh finally we're on patreon patreon.com slash hey jake and josh um for this is all our monthly health sports show everyone knows that right now currently there are a lot of better places that you can give your money to than us this is my own. This is one of my only sources of income right now because I don't actually have a job anymore because I'm moving back. I'll talk about that in a second because it's going to affect next episode. So I appreciate when you help support the show because it means that I can pay my student loans and eat and stuff. I also really appreciate if you find your local bail fund or um, donate to any any you know Black Lives Matter, uh, some sort of organization that's helping people out right now. That's you know. We're all in this together, and uh, I can, I can, I can make a couple months work while you help people that really, really need it right now. Um, so that I don't have an exit strategy for this sentence. Uh, speaking of next week uh, or two weeks from now, there will not be an episode because I will be uh, driving from Texas back to New Hampshire because I'm moving home, uh, moving back up there. And so the week that this will be coming out, I will be in transit. I will be somewhere between here and there. I might be in Kentucky. Um, at Josh's house, I might be at Alan's house or Shannon's or another friend somewhere along the way, or like uh, coming down uh, a hotel in Morgantown, West Virginia, somewhere. We'll be somewhere in there, so there won't be an episode, but there will be in in one month uh, after after that. So look forward to that. Also, uh, I don't want to give away the game, but I want to give a huge, extremely special thank you to um, the people who sent in some audio clips uh for the end of this episode for later on thank you so much uh y'all are wonderful i love you very much we'll see you in a month everyone listening i love you too bye-bye we're here we're gonna go in i'm gonna wipe the floor with you yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. your little thumbnail <laughs> froze with you doing like this yeah is it still frozen not now, but for okay. the, the whole time Alan was describing <laughs> that, I thought you were just like, "Woo!" We're <laughs> just stoked about Victory Road. And, and Victor just kind of looks a little out of place. I, I, I think this is just for you.
I mean, maybe there's a visitor's entrance. It's Vets Visit Tree Road. There has to be a, uh, at least a spectator's. Yeah, I'll, I'll go look, but y'all enjoy this walk. You've earned it. I'm, yeah. I yeah. love y'all. And he blushes and runs inside, runs back into the cave. Okay, bye, Victor. All right, let's go, Cobalt. Let's do it. All right, so you walk. The music is triumphant and glorious. The path is kind of kind of hill. It's a little bit of a hill, so you're walking up. And when you crest the top of the hill, you look down and you see the Indigo Plateau spread out before you. There is clearly like this entryway almost. Um, it kind of looks like when you're driving into Disneyland and you have like, or Disney World and you have like the places where you go to get your parking pass and it has like all the big signs and stuff. And then the park is just beyond that. Yeah. It's kind of that experience. You have this big open, almost waiting area and that all funnels down into one single column that leads you into this giant, beautiful building that is mostly made of glass um, that sparkles in the sunlight. Down there, though, you see a bunch of folk, probably easily a dozen, off to one side, probably off to the left-hand side, um, just kind of milling about, talking with each other, but they all go silent when you cross the hill, and they all just look at you. Uh, sup? Listen up, fives, a ten is here. And they start <laughs> slow clapping. Oh, they no, they want us here. Okay, I thought we were going to fight them. <laughs> Did you just call them fives? Yeah, look at them. <laughs> They're extras. Come on, this is our moment. This is your moment. This is my moment. Um, so you walk down. Um, Victor has found his way there somehow. Don't worry about it. It's a, it's a path. That was a, <laughs> it's path. a path for friends and family. <laughs> and as you get down there, you see a Mitch standing, beaming at you, wearing a very official pressed nice uniform is this one older is his hair a little gray it is and he's just beaming at you he's wearing a coat that is cut in the colors of the different types of pokemon that the gym leaders use so it's essentially a coat of rainbows where it's just crisscrossed with all sorts of different colors representing the different types but he looks immensely proud of you as you walk down which is blocked from your vision almost immediately by this kind of nerdy looking kid who just puts himself in front of you, in between you and Mitch. Excuse me? Oh, <laughs> hi, are you Rose and Cobalt? Oh, no. Oh, God. Who's asking? Yeah. Hi, hi, my name's Melvin. Um, I am the president of Dogars. Um, and Dogars. To kind of describe him, his hair is a little bit kind of slicked back, He's very well-kempt, but also unput together. Like, he's wearing real nice things. <laughs> exactly. Very Melvin. But on his breast pocket, he is wearing a large uh, wheezing pen. Okay. You really into wheezings? Uh, it's just kind of the symbol of our organization. Um, Dogers. So, yeah, the Dogers. So, um... Yeah. So, um, yeah. 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 We're trying to get some. Yeah. Look, I know that you're busy. I've been keeping track. Okay. I know just exactly how busy you are. 
do you? However, I do need to ask you some questions because right now, statistically, you are extremely closely tied together and I need to get more information so that I can figure out which one of you is actually going to be the next champion. Um, so I really need to conduct a personal interview with you. Um, oh God, you I'd rather die. Do you have time for the next three hours to sit down with me individually? I so just put my hand on his face and just push him aside. Melvin, buddy. What? Eat my shorts. <laughs> I, this is when I put my hand on his face and push him <laughs> aside. Well, it doesn't matter what the numbers say. Neither of you are going to be Pokemon champion with that attitude. Numbers are <sighs> fake. They don't exist in space. I just flip him <laughs> off. <laughs> I know that we saw it on the TV, but I didn't think she would actually do it. <laughs> That's right. I'm the how, bad girl how? with Pokemon training. What up? <laughs> How are children expected to look up to her as a as a Pokemon master? Oh, they can't. They can't. And then Scramble does it too. <laughs> yeah, then Scramble. <laughs> I'm a role model. <laughs> hey, Mitch, what's up? <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, champs in the making. I'd I'd much rather talk to you than that, Melvin. Somehow. I have heard all about your adventures from my sons. Oh, I'm so sorry. And I oh, am. Oh, Papa Mitch. I am so. Your dad, Mitch. Yeah. I'm so incredibly proud that you have made it this far. Welcome <laughs> to Victory Road. So your your sons did never mention you, not even one time. No, well, I mean, who just <laughs> randomly talks about their dad? She's got a point. Me, I do. <laughs> well, yeah, but your dad's hot, so like, obviously. Whoa. What? Actually, yeah, he's probably Ouch. working out right now. I bet he's pretty warm. He's probably hit. Having okay. a sweaty time. Look, no, I'm not. Okay, Mitch, let's. Okay, I'm just. What I'm more surprised about is that you look at us fondly after hearing everything from your sons. <laughs> I understand that each trainer that that is hoping to achieve being the next champion and being a Pokemon master, each trainer has their own flavor. I remember well, when Blue was coming through. One of us is. You're hoping. not worse than Blue. Well. We'll see about that. Oh, yeah. No, we beat Blue already. Yeah, we did. Next. Right? I'm, I meant in your personalities that you're not as... Standoffish. Yeah. Fine. Let's well... get let's get to the badge presentation <laughs> ceremony, shall yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Rose might be a little bit like Blue, actually. I... Look, if, if one of us is like Blue, <laughs> Cobalt, it's you. Because ultimately, you're going to lose to me, the red-colored one. Hmm. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. You know, I always heard about this other trainer named Green. She sounds cute. I don't know. I heard she was even better than the both of them. I doubt it. She didn't make it into the video game in America, so. Such is life. Put her in the tournament. I'll be her too. What? Well, let's go ahead and get your badges scanned, shall we? Scan them. I just hold Scan my jacket em. open. I guess it's because I had a, my jacket on. He disconnects what looks like a hand scanner, just that you see at a grocery store, from the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and walks up to you. <laughs> so he scans each of the badges in order. Blue, the starter badge. Kent, ancient badge. Trajan, the power badge. Calico, Aegean. The, the dual, dual, dual badge. <laughs> Mars, the steam badge. Devit, the spectrum badge. Eris, Camillan. The dark, the dark badge. badge. Um, you missed you missed one. Oh, uh, of course. Yeah, sorry. Beep. Do you okay? 
hold on. Let me just. Uh, Hang on. Just, yeah, like, maybe the sun's like reflecting off of it. Yeah. Honey. Let me. Um, can you turn the brightness up on your? Yeah. Um, hang on. And he goes to type on on his computer. Maybe you have a plastic bag I can put over it. Yeah, we can try it and again. He that looks way. at you, and he looks at it. Can you hand key it in? <laughs> and he looks at you. Um, I don't know how to tell you this. Your scanner's broken and we're not going to get in? Can you just hand key it? <laughs> you can try to hand key it. That's not a real badge. What are you talking about? We we went in a gym. We went in eight gyms and we beat eight gym leaders. And we now beat, we have eight badges. I think we actually beat ten gym leaders. <laughs> uh, technically, but there's like, a, you know, the duos, so like it's fine. No, we got eight gym badges. No. Right here. That one. And he points to the one that you received from Celadon City. That's not real. Um... I don't know. Uh, what? Can, I, can I see what you're seeing? Can I just see like the picture it, you're looking he at? He turns the screen and it is a completely different looking badge. <laughs> you fucking losers! Emma. I think actually yours is fake. I have been doing this for 30 years. Hang on, hang on. Let me pull up whatever we call Twitch on my phone. I have never been wrong once. Pidge.tv. Emma. And I... Please don't make me have to call security. I I'm going to let you in. I'm, well, hang on, hang on. I just want to... Can you at Cobalt, least just no. like... Can you at least just review the tape of the battle? It's right here. It's I, saved on Pitch TV. I can't help you. The VOD is missing. But look, no. Here we you are need in the gym to collect. the battle. We're you having a gym to, battle. You need to collect the final badge. I need to speak to your manager. No, Cobalt? Okay. And he he gets this wicked grin on his face. <laughs> I am the manager. No! <laughs> and I think that's a great place to call this episode of Pokemon World Tour United. Dang it, I can't Emma. believe he I am the managered me. Like, oh, I can. You, you got downright Karen on him. <laughs> should be ashamed of yourself thank you everybody for listening yeah thanks for listening everybody uh, we'll see you in two weeks for a follow-up for <laughs> something's gonna happen for uh-oh <laughs> for oops we'll be doing something yeah what happened um but yeah thanks for listening uh we'll see you in two weeks but until then smell you later, later. Togedemaru. Oh, Toga Togedemaru. <laughs> Togedemaru to you too. <laughs> Togedemaru. <laughs> really, with the laughing still? I I like the laugh. Does the laugh not work? It's you, a little much. You, you think it's really? It's always been a little much. Oh, you're a little much. Mm-hmm. I love you so much. Mm-hmm.